Welcome to this week's U.S. Economics Podcast with Mark Rogers. Mark is the Senior U.S. Economist for Econoday. Mark, welcome. Thanks. Glad to be here. And we are privileged to have, again, interviewing Mark, uh, Mark Pender. Mark is the Senior Commentator for Econoday. Mark, welcome. Thanks, Dan. Let's set the table, Mark, for this week with just a few key items from last week. We saw industrial production up 0.4% in March and housing starts jumping 7% for the same month. Is this good news? Well, it's really all about the details. You really have to pay attention to the details. The headline numbers looked really good, but there were problems in the details. Industrial production was essentially up because the weather was colder than seasonally typical. Utilities jumped. But if you look at the detail, the manufacturing component slipped 0.1%. Then you know, the, the good part in manufacturing was the auto assemblies component, subcomponent. Excluding motor vehicles, manufacturing actually declined 0.3%. So we really have to get beyond the headline. So manufacturing is a little bit softer than you might think. Then if you turn to the Housing Starts report, uh, we're really in those months of the year where there's a lot of seasonal volatility due to seasonal factors being so large, basically, basically December through March. So starts jump sharply, but in terms of looking ahead, we had a dip in housing permits. And this, of course, is a leading indicator. Uh, let's go back to manufacturing for a second. You were talking about the weakness in shipments in the industrial production report for March. Uh, last week, we had the Empire State and Philly Fed reports, which are reports for this month. And they showed slowing. Uh, so what are the implications for the manufacturing sector? Well, I think the key numbers to pay attention to are the new orders figures, the indexes. And both of those showed significant slowing. We've got second quarter data that are pointing to a slowing from the, from the first quarter. What, what second quarter data is that? Well, we're seeing it in terms of manufacturing. We're you you mean the Philly Fed and the Empire State? Well, also in manufacturing production. It, it looks like the second quarter might be a little softer than the first quarter. The Fed uh, Beige Book came out last week. It remained positive uh, using similar language, which is very important uh, in that report. Uh, most Fed districts describe growth as moderate, while a couple use the word modest. Uh, how is the Beige Book signing up, uh, sizing up for the FOMC meeting on April 30th and May 1st. And did you see any indications of uh, sequestration in, in the last page book? Uh, last question first. Uh, it, again, it does not look like sequestration is having a sizable impact yet. It's still marginal, more in terms of consumers thinking ahead and perhaps not spending as much as they would otherwise. But so given the Fed's latest uh, focus on guidance in terms of the labor market and inflation expectations, 
bottom line is the Fed's going to stay easy for quite some time. Now, the other point, it's not from the beige book, but basically from Fed speak, just because the Fed is going to continue loose policy, it does not mean there's not going to be debate. The Fed is all about debate. That's what they do. And they're going to be debating how and when to start unwinding loose policy. And unwinding quantitative easing is going to be complicated. So it's going to be loose for some time, but the debate is going to heat up, but that does not change the fact that policy is going to remain loose. Let's turn back to GDP, which is coming out. What, what are your thoughts on, on GDP right now? We clearly had a very lackluster number for the fourth quarter, third reading, 0.4%, but at least it was positive as the initial reading was negative. So the question is, are we going to see improvement for the first quarter? And the consensus is basically that we're going to get something in the range of 3%, which that clearly is improvement for overall GDP. And a 3% GDP rate, what does that mean for employment growth? Traditionally, that would mean we would be getting employment growth that's moderate. Not huge, but moderate. However, there's been so much focus on productivity, cost-cutting by companies, that we still are likely going to be in the modest growth range. Uh, let's wind up by talking about data that came out this morning, which was existing home sales, where their uh, prices in this sample kind of just shot right through the roof. But supply is still being uh, constrained. I guess it was a disappointing report, although there were positives in it. It was disappointing in terms of sales were below expectations. Again, we're still in, we're still coming off the winter month seasonality issue. We have to remember there's volatility over the winter months and it carries over into basically the first of spring. So on average, it's not as bad. It's still a little disappointing. Uh, I believe Realtors are essentially saying there's still a, sh a supply problem, and that's related to uh, prices still being a little bit on the low side. We did see some improvement on that end. However, it was um, related to the technicality that sales shifted to the higher end, and we can't really tell that repeat prices from this report improve. That is, you know, for a given house, prices are up. We're going to have to wait on FHFA and K. Schiller for that true information. And hopefully home prices will prove to be a, a big positive for the economy. Thanks so much. It's Mark Rogers from Econoday, and I'm Mark Pender from Econoday. Thanks. <laughs>